Blog Talk Radio. for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. This is Dana Workman from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Boom. This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And Ghost Hunters author, Marley Gibson. And you're You're listening listening to Ghost Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli. Ian, Michael Perry. And we're here... Hello, we're here at the Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli and Weekly Paranormal.com. Weekly, weekly at LiveParanormal.com. <laughs> this is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer, and you're listening to Ghost Host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books, and you're listening to the Ghost Host Sophia on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, and executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. That's right, it's the ghost host show with Sophia Temporilli on LiveParanormal.com. 
And congratulations, Sophia, on celebrating over 12 years of broadcasting here on this network. And as well, just added to ghosthunting.com. So you can listen at lightparanormal.com and ghosthunting.com. And congratulations, Rob Sarek, the site founder. And thank you so much uh, for providing this format each and every week, Rob. Thank you for all your help over the years. And to all our moderators, thank you guys so much for patching us through at live events when we had no internet feed. Thank you guys so much for all your help through the years. And as well, Facebook shares, thank you, Tracy, the Paranormal and former Paranormal Technologies, Daryl Marston, Don, Travis, Harvey, Alexandra, Marilyn, Audra, Jerry, Julia, Stephanie, thank you guys so much for all of your help in, uh, in sharing this show throughout the week and everything, too. It's a great show today. We have probably one of the most revolutionary books I've seen in the paranormal field. Uh, we're going to be talking about that today and how it was incorporated uh, technology into this book. But first, your calls are welcome, 347-202-0316. That's 347-202-0316. As well, feel free to jump into the liveparanormal.com chat room. It only takes a second to get an avatar, and you're part of the LP family here. Uh, coming up, we have Televised Hauntings historian and author Sam Baltrus. He'll be on uh, next weekend, the night. Discovery Channel's a haunting featured psychic remote viewer. Harvey Althaus will be returning to the program on the 16th of the next month. Or actually, this month. God, it's already a month now. <laughs> Women on the Fringe authors. Denise Agnew, Marie D. Jones, and Nicole Strickland will be on the program on uh, the 23rd of this month. Paranormal investigator and VP of Friends of White Hill Mansion, uh, Kyle Magnus, he'll be on the program on April 6th. You don't want to miss any of these upcoming shows because they're securing their guest spots as we speak. Today, we welcome author of Tattered Edges, Paranormal Noise, Listen Beyond the Silence, uh, Darklands Paranormal, the Chronicles and Darklands Paranormal founding team investigator Marco Santucci will be joining us right here in a moment. So everyone visit marcosantucci.biz. That's marcosantucci.biz. YouTube, subscribe, Darklands Paranormal. And all of Marco's titles, uh, the books are available to Amazon.com. And also like the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on liveparanormal.com fan page to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time. Check out the membership packages. They start as low as $2.99 a month. And Rob Sarek, the site founder here, he's great at rewarding the audience. So a lot of books by some of your favorite paranormal authors autographed, uh, uh, DVDs, lithos. He's great at giveaways here for the uh, members. Support the vendors here on Live Paranormal 2 as well. And tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, beyond the screen and ghost light radio, as well as monthly Mondays right here, Chip Coffee of uh, Kindred Spirits. He's right here, as well as Ben Hansen, Amy Goodwin, David M. Roundtree, Stefan Brigatti, Andy and Michelle Coppock, Kane Gearhart, and many more on this network. If you miss anything, there are free MP4 iTunes downloads on the homepage of Live Paranormal and GhostHunting.com, too, as well. Bring on the host here. Sophia, congratulations on over 12 years of broadcasting here. Thank you. I can't believe it's already been over 12 years. Yeah, and you got the the all three of the authors are going to be on the, the 23rd here on your program, Women on the Fringe is the book, and your personal story is being featured in that book. So that groundbreaking women in the paranormal, how cool is that? Yeah, I mean, it's such an honor to be a part of the book. Um, I'm really excited for everyone to be able to pick up the book, um, which comes out this month, and uh, yeah, uh, it, it'll be interesting. 
Yeah, and you got you got all these things. You got the Twitters, the Instagram, all these different uh, places and things, and your YouTube. Where can people find you? I'm on Instagram at Sophia Temporelli and Twitter just at Sophia Temporelli with one L because my name's too long. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. We cursed you with a long name. But speaking of groundbreaking and books here, um, this book is amazing by our guest, and uh, it incorporates a lot of things. I've I've tried to picture with uh, paranormal authors in this field and, and incorporating technology into pages and how that comes about. We're going to be discussing that. But tell us about your guest today, Sophia. Today we welcome the author of Tattered Edges, Paranormal Noise, Listen Beyond the Silence, Darklands Paranormal, The Chronicles, and Darklands Paranormal founding team member, Marco Santucci. Everyone visit marcosantucci.biz, YouTube subscribe, Darklands Paranormal, and all of Marco's books are available through Amazon.com. Let's welcome him into the show. Marco, thanks for coming on, and great congratulations on the book. Oh, hey, thanks. How you doing, Dion? Great. Thanks, Marco. Hey, Marco. Thank you so much for having me on today. Yeah, absolutely. Been a long time. Well, it absolutely has. Congratulations (laughs) on the release of your new book. Yes, thank you. It's the best one yet. Amazing. For sure. And to start off, I mean, Marco, you've been doing investigating and dealing with all things paranormal for a long time. But where did your interest for the paranormal initially start? Was it an experience you had as a child, or have you just always had a passion for the field? Um, well, I mean, as a child, I, I knew they were around me and stuff, but we didn't talk about that at home. I had no I could hear them is what it was. I'd hear stuff at night, like, like sound like radio waves, things like that. But initially what happened, well, the reason I started to investigate was um, my mother died, um, I did have an experience um, after her death about 11 months later, and um, I was with her somewhere in between time, whatever. I asked her questions. She answered my questions. Uh, after that, I decided I wanted to dig a lot deeper into, um, you know, into, into the other side and try to, try to get some answers. And so that's exactly what I did. You know, I, I bought a digital recorder not knowing what I was doing at the time, uh, but then come to find out that, they questions they'd answer. Um, I've recorded death, and when I recorded death, someone dying in a car, it was pretty. It was wild. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's what started it, and then from there it just grew. Um, and so there was a whole time. There was a you know a few years prior to me meeting be- before Darklands Paranormal was even born. So I was recording for a while before before that. But crazy stuff. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, it's amazing how the paranormal just kind of follows people throughout their life. Um, yeah. It's good that you're able to build upon those experiences and, you know, be able to write books uh, about, you know, everything that you've found in the paranormal. Um, but as you were saying, you were doing some investigating before the founding of Darklands Paranormal. Can you tell the audience what inspired you to create the team and who the members are? Right. Yeah. So um, I let's see. Eight minutes. So for I had for a couple of years, I had been recording on my own. I mean, I would literally record in my house is where I got the majority. I just could, I just sat in the chair and I just started asking questions. Who's around? Blah blah blah. And it's just that you know I would listen again. I would go in, highlight, cut out. You know what our EVPs. And so this was just constant. Um, I um, I worked in a, a Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, in Riverside is where this all started for mm-hmm. me. Um, and so I started, you know, I 
you know, because of an incident that happened there, um, I asked, you know, I asked the, the manager if she'd let me uh, bring a rec- uh, uh, camcorder, you know, to set up, you know, and put it put it on the spot, see if I could catch something something on uh, on film. Uh, but what I did is I caught audio instead. And um, but because the audio was so clear and it was kind of crazy stuff. I mean, all kinds of the, the, the very haunted building. Um, and, uh, and I proved that, you know, to people. And, uh, one of the craziest things was in the stock room. I, I was, I was, uh, I let the recorder go. Um, oh, actually that was my video. I'm sorry. And, uh, in the middle of the night, um, there's this, the phone starts ringing, right? It rings and it rings mm-hmm. and it rings and it rings. And then all of a sudden it was bam, you know, and like, okay. So that pissed off the spirit and he slammed it, slammed the phone. So anyway, so that was like, wow, this is pretty crazy. Well, when I, when I left uh, that store for another job, um, which was um, uh, to uh, Home Depot, this is where I met. Well, actually, yeah. So Scott Alt, who is the other half of, of, of Darkland, um, he comes up to me one day. I was in the paint department. I didn't even know him, right? He's like, hey, I have a question for you. I said, okay. That only, you know, and he's like, I need an answer. Well, it depends on what the question is. And he says, oh, I heard you wrote a book. He, that was Paranormal Noise. And I'm like, oh, that, yes, of course. So from that point on, he tells me, he says, well, my house is haunted, and uh, I think you should come and check it out. And I said, man, I'm not, I'm not interested in being an investigator. I'm just, I just wrote this book based on experiences. And, but anyway, so he talked me into coming over, and I did. And so um, that's where it started was in Scott's house uh, there in Upland. And um, it just it never stopped. The stuff I pulled out of there was – there's some things in there that is in the book, of course. Um, but, yeah, it, that's just how it started. And then me and Scott realized that – so Scott, he's always been able to get really great photographs. I had Scott in a mm-hmm. few, but before, he, before we even met, that was his thing. And then my thing was always hearing them. So it's always been interesting all those years we were together that they would come to me for, to, 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 for the audio, and then they'd go to Scott for the pictures normally. Um, and that's just – it was like we, we figured that it was just our energies together, right, that just drew them in so much. Um, and so it was great. I mean, it, and I mean, it worked. And so that's, that's how it started, and we just ended up doing – Ended up doing all kinds of events. Uh, I think you guys, you guys, I know you guys were at one at the Gabriel House all the years back. Yeah, the Gabriel. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's probably the last time I saw you. <laughs> I'm sure it was. But, but yeah. So it's it's just and that place is completely off the charts, you know, at the time. And so yeah. that's what got us onto my ghost story. And then you know we did some stuff with we did we did that, the same storage wars. I mean, you know, and some a couple other things. But that's that's where it all started. That was the that was the Hollywood anchor. That's just what happened. But um, yeah, it was just it's just been non it was just nonstop. And so this book, right? I, I you know like about a year ago, I'm like, wait a second, you know, I have all this audio. Why don't I why don't I just you know I mean the QR codes. I wasn't very interested in QR codes before. <laughs> but when mm-hmm. I found out that I could, I mean, I did some talking with some friends, a guy that I know here. I'm like, dude, can I like I mean, can I put these in a book? And, you know, can you put QR codes in a book and, like, in a story? He's like, well, sure. Oh, okay. So that was that. And so what I did is the book just pretty much based on not everything we did, but, but a whole lot of stuff that we've done. And so through the stories you read through, um, you know, you'll read what, uh, you know, a spirit said or whatnot that I caught. 
And then the QR code's there for you to scan it. You scan it, it takes you to my SoundCloud, and boom, and then you hear it. So it's pretty cool. And everybody's like, that's a really, really great idea. Right. So I'm pretty, pretty sure I'm the first one that I know I am. So, that, so that's it right here. That's it. So For sure. I mean, that's so awesome that you made the book interactive to really the yeah. audience and anyone who's reading it um, so they can – actually hear what you've captured because I know you know being in the paranormal there's so much weird stuff that goes on but sometimes it's a little hard to explain properly unless you can actually hear it or see it or whatever was captured experiencing it as happened during the investigation right yeah and I mean it's it's always and you know you, you probably anybody that's in this field realizes and knows I mean you know there's there's a lot of people, there's people that don't believe it. Like, how can this be? I mean, a lot of my stuff is so clear. People like, I mean, you know, that's got to be a person. People, no, it's not. You know, I mean, that that, that happened when we were uh, doing a, a um, sizzle reel for, for somebody, uh, and it was a, a panel of skeptics. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we have, this, we have this picture of what we call the time machine. It, whatever, you know, anyway, Scott caught that years back. Uh, so we brought the photo, and it, this is this is a, a sizzle reel being put together for a, a show. But I won't get into all that. But anyway, the evidence we brought, we brought the time machine photos, and then we brought um, I brought some of my really, you know, some of my best audio. And so the people are all they're listening to it and they're looking at stuff. And this lady's like the skeptic. She's like, you can't expect us to believe that that's not a, another person that you know you've got recorded there. I said I I do expect you to believe that, and it's not. So you know what I'm saying? It's like that's mm-hmm. that's the thing, you know. That that's just that's what happens. And I mean, nobody's really ever, you know. Anyway, so yeah. So that's that's the thing. So like when you when people read this book, they don't know me, right? And it's like they're like, oh, you can't be serious that this is not, you know. <laughs> so yeah, that's the only challenge. It guaranteed the real. Um, yeah. So but I, and I just wanted to be able to put something out there, right, for to share with people to be able to experience you know, the things that, that, that ghosts really say is as weird as it can be sometimes or just nonchalant or whatever it is. So, yeah. Yeah. That's it Absolutely. Right I, I mean, that's kind of the hard thing about the 21st century is you have so much technology to be, to be able to capture and, you know, communicate with ghosts, but at the same time with like CGI and stuff or actual people, you catch you capture something really clear and people are like, oh, no, that has to be fake or that's a person right. talking. But then if it's not yeah. that clear, people go, oh, that's just a pipe or something. <laughs> right. It's always hard to be able to express it properly, especially in this day and age. Exactly, yeah. No, no, that's, that's, that's true. So it's just all a matter of, I mean, most people, if they trust, I find that if they, you know, they trust the person, they know the person. They're like, yeah, of course. Of course that's real. Of course you didn't fake that, but that's just a part of it, you know. But but I promise, yeah, it's all real. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's why my best friend won't listen to my EVP. He says ghosts aren't real, but he also won't listen to the evidence I have to show him. Nah, yeah, of course. <laughs> because, yeah. So yep. I, I'm going to get him one of these days. He, he told me once, he goes, yeah, I didn't say I didn't believe in ghosts. That's just what I tell you. And I said, wow, thanks. Thank you, Stephen. You're so helpful. <laughs> right. Sometimes it's cool to trust you, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the thing with that. But, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it, and it was, um, 
it was just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I, I mean, I couldn't have been happier with the way it turned out. I mean, I wasn't sure how it was going to go, but, but it worked out really well, the book. Yeah. Absolutely. And in the book, um, I mean, what would you say in your personal opinion is the most compelling capture um, that you have or your favorite piece of evidence that you put in the book? Oh, my God. I mean, I'll have to look at chapters. I'm trying to think of <laughs> Let me think. Um, I mean, audio-wise, audio-wise um, a lot of the best stuff, um, Graber Olive House, it just was just, there was just there was just so much stuff. There was there was so many there were so many things happening there. Actually, one of the audios, the piece of audio, it's called um, I think it's I think it's called Freefall. Anyway, can't remember right now. But I it was the only time that I ever captured everything was so. I mean, I'm all, I was always recording. So me, me and Scott were up there in the loft and in the dark, and I had my recorder running, and then we just we we heard this boom. You know, and but then we felt it right at the same time. It resonated under our feet. And we're like, well, what the hell was that? And Cliff Graber, mm-hmm. who was st- still there in his office, I, I said, I'm going to go down and and I'm going to ask Cliff about that. So I run down the down the stairs and I go and I open up the. I see him through his office, the glass door, and I I I I, I start to open the door and he's like, What are you doing? Are you having a Are you having a party up there? I'm like, So then you heard it too, right? And you. He goes, yeah. He says, I felt it through the wall because his his um, his uh, office is right beneath there, right beneath the loft. I'm like, oh my god. So anyway, so of course, not till the next day, I listened to it, and basically what it was was it was um, so um, the loft was a barn, right? So there's a, a a door that opens at the top that goes straight out, which would have been, you know, over a hundred years ago, it was like you know they would drop. Um, hay right out there for the animals and stuff well yeah so in the audio what, what it was is you hear um, a male spirit yell the name Thomas he's like Thomas and then you hear this boom so so Thomas so what I with my conjecture is so even on the wall the walls in Graver Olive House down before you come up to the loft there's crap everywhere that's like a hundred years old right just like implement you know implements and and just anything under the sun you could find anywhere in a barn or whatever workshops and stuff and so there was this hook right that that is on the wall i mean a big hook and what that hook was was the hook that they used up there back in the day so my whole thing was thomas right was riding that hook on a line or rope probably a rope right um out mm-hmm. you know and what had happened it is either he so so that's that's what the boom was. So he probably he fell, and then whoever the guy, the male, you know, the older spirit was like, yell Thomas. So I don't know if Thomas got hurt or Thomas was in trouble, but it's just the fact that I, all of that capture was at one time. I mean, it was we we felt it, not you know, and we and we heard it, and then I recorded it. So that's in the book. That's 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 probably one of the most compelling things. You know, I mean, I have I have tons of just really great audio, and that a lot of it comes from there. Yeah, that's the best place. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. And like you said earlier in the show, we actually, um, you know, I think the last time we saw each other was at the Graber Olive House, and it is such an amazing location. Um, Can you tell the audience how you initially got connected with the Graber Olive House and some of the back history on the location? Sure. Um, So, actually, so where it's located, um, Scott literally lives still, like, you know, like 45 seconds away. 
Um, it's a historical district. And so there's a lot of old houses there, Scott's house. They're all like early 1900s they were built. Um, and so, and Greg Olive House has been there since 1898. That was actually the first one, first, the first thing built there. Um, so this would have mm-hmm. been um, the, see, four generations back. Um, so Cliff's, or Cliff's grandfather is the one that, that built that place. And so, um, so anyway, so yeah, and then at the time, you know, I lived not far from there either, just closer to civilization, not civilization, but newer things. But so anyway, so yeah, so Scott is the one that, you know, he, he asked Cliff if we could, um, you know, come in and investigate it. This goes back to 2010. And he's like, sure. If Scott used to go there um, as a child, his mom would bring him there. So he, he had known Cliff, you know, ever since he was a kid. So, yeah, so we, mm-hmm. we, started, we started there. And, I mean, you know, the first time we were in, it was just incredible. I mean, the stuff that, he, you know, he was catching on film, the audio that I was capturing was insane, you know. And the, the best thing, the best thing in my entire investi- you know, investigative career photographically was, was caught there. And um, it was um, a little boy named Luke. I find out later because I asked later because I photographed him. Um, you know, you take, you know, you know how it is. You take several shots, right, in whatever direction mm-hmm. you're shooting. And so um, I was, I was in the, the canning room, which is beneath the, um, you know, the loft and all that. But so I'm just shooting, I'm just shooting down in low lighting. For whatever reason, the only time I get photos is low lighting. I don't know what that is. And Scott, he could get he could light up rooms and it didn't matter. So, yeah, but so I, I'm, I, I capture um, him in one shot. He's bouncing a red ball and it's up. And then the, you know, the next shot, it, it, you know, he's bouncing it down. So you loop those two photos together, you know, it looks like he's, you know, the bounce, the ball is bouncing. So, so anyway, then if that, so that was incredible. And Luke is always, Luke still remains there. Like we've done investigations over the years, um, later on, and like uh, a, a friend of mine too, that's an investigator. He built what's called a banshee box. I had one of those things, you know, real time stuff. And he, people would ask for Luke, and he'd like say, "Yeah, hey, I'm here." Um, that it's just incredible, and that's why what happened is, you know, uh, my ghost story found out. They want, or they called Cliff. They wanted to, you know, um, film there, so we were on that one. Then Storage Wars calls. And, you know, they wanted a piece of that. <laughs> so they did an episode mm-hmm. on there called Ghosts Don't Need No Money. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, Ivy, the big dude, you know, from Storage Wars, he was scared in the vat room. It was hilarious. But anyway, so, yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, Ghost Adventures was not till 2019. Um, they finally came around. Tried to get them earlier on, and they didn't want nothing to do with it. But then uh, Zach had seen uh, – the evidence that we had, some of it, and Luke being one of those pieces, uh, yeah. So, so we uh, we didn't investigate with them. We just we just had to be over there and we had to sign paperwork, you know, so they don't steal my stuff. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. So that was um, that's that's that's. I mean, we 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 did so many. Not only well, and what happened is word got out, and so we had we started. People would come in from all over the place. Um, Southern California and Nevada and stuff and bring their own teams. And we only charged like 10 bucks a person. So that's no big deal when you're in one of the most haunted places in Southern California. And so, mm-hmm. um, so it was, it, it worked well. I mean, we did that for six years straight and uh, just did, you know, um, and we did uh, academies and stuff, you know, people, to, you know, show them how to, you know, 
you need to do in order to try to get stuff. And then, like, you got, you know, I mean, people can try really hard, but that doesn't mean you're going to ever get anything. That's just, that's just reality. You know, spirits are attracted to certain people. That's all there is to it. You know, more than, more some than others. You know, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what you've experienced. You're still young. You just got to give it time. You just, <laughs> I mean, I mean, when you've been, you know, it can be very backbiting. It's just crazy, like the people in high school. I mean, what are you people doing? Yeah. So anyway, we we just, but it's all good. You know, in the end, it's just, it is. But that that is just hands down one of the best places just ever. I mean, there's so much energy. You already know. You've been. I don't know what you guys experienced there. If you did, because um, I know you're busy doing other stuff. Or have you? I don't even know if you had the opportunity to be there after, I don't, after dark or not. I don't no? know if we investigated there. I was doing interviews. Um, yes, you were. I, yeah. I was probably, I think, maybe 13. So I was only doing my show yes. maybe about a year or two. I was either 13 or 14. So um, my yeah. show was relatively new. That's where I met Harvey. Uh, he was okay, yeah. right across from us doing readings. Um, but yeah, right. it's an amazing location. Um, yeah, it's I yeah. didn't get to investigate much. We walked around and uh, saw everything during the day. But um, yes, yeah, yeah so I was definitely a, a little more awkward. So I was, you know, still yeah. trying to get a hang of the whole interview Great thing. Um, but uh, I, it, I definitely it, agree with you. That uh, oh, one, yeah. it's a great location, but also, you know, that ghosts are drawn to certain people I mean I always say I'm I'm not psychic I'm a sensitive but one thing that I will right. say if a ghost wants me to know it's there it will like exactly. I can't just see something walking into a location and that's pretty much how they are with I think everyone if they want yeah. to show themselves they will if they don't they don't and um, right. like you said it can take years to have a ghost experience or maybe you never will um, and I think yeah, that's right. also you know like saying earlier, some people, you know, they hear recordings and they go, no, that has to be a real person. And it's also, the, I guess, allowing yourself to be open to the possibility that something took place and it may not be explainable. Um, so, like you said, you know, some people have those experiences, some people don't. Um, I, for one, I lived in a haunted house. So, I mean, I always say, you know, if I wanted to leave the paranormal tomorrow, it's going to be with me the rest of my life because of the experiences. And, you know, it's kind of like the field chose me. I started at eight and it's really something that is with you forever. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it. And well, I mean, and unfortunately, um, you know, Cliff's very much up in age now. And, you know, I know that it's not being run by him anymore. It's his youngest son and his wife, but it's not the same. And I've heard from people, not only that all of not the same for some reason, which is kind of bizarre because they don't grow them there. They grow them in central California, um, but mm-hmm. it's not the same. So what I'm saying is I don't, the investigation days are pretty much over there. So I, you know, you may have missed the boat, uh, but yeah, it, it's just an incredible place. And I mean, the bat room at night, you can't see anything. And I mean, there have been people oh, running out of there screaming and just left, nearly ran me over one time. Because, <laughs> you know, people would come in, you know, they bring their crew, their teams, you know, or whatever, the, the group, and, you know, go in at night. But it's a very, very, um, the vat room is just, literally, your hair stands up on the back of your neck because you're like, okay, what the hell is happening? You know, yeah, it's crazy, it's very crazy. So, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, definitely an incredible location. Um, hopefully there will be 
opportunity for people, not only just myself, to investigate and go back there, but who knows, maybe the spirits need a little bit of a break, too. <laughs> I'm sure it can be right. a lot with people talking to you. So, I mean, uh, yeah. if or when it does open back up for investigations, possibly there'll be even more activity than before, which is, you know, hard to imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I do yeah. know we have to take a quick commercial break, though, but we'll be right back with more questions and to talk more about your books and other places you've gone. An incredible book it is. It's The Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. And our guest today, Tattered Edges author, Paranormal Noise, Listen Beyond the Silence author, Darklands Paranormal, The Chronicles, uh, uh, Darklands Paranormal founding team investigator, Marco Santucci. Everybody uh, visit marcosantucci.biz. YouTube, subscribe, Darklands Paranormal. All of Marco's titles are available through Amazon.com. But this book in particular, as Marco mentioned, the QR codes coinciding with the actual events mentioned in the book. You just sit there. I'm not tech savvy, but you can sit there with your camera, go to them, listen to the audio. And as Debbie Constantino has said on this show before, that you can listen back and play them three times. And to get the full benefit, you can do all of that with this book. It's an amazing book. And uh, it's the Ghost of the Show. We'll be right back with Marco. Hi, this is Dustin Perry, the Paranormal Rockstar, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with the most, Sophia Temporelli, only on LiveParanormal.com. joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files, and you're listening to <laughs> Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself into your mix of, of voiceovers now. <laughs> I love it. You know, uh, it's almost like we didn't leave break. That's right. Oh, poor Dave. Left out of the audio bites. And Marco and Sophia, you're back on. All right. Hey, Marco. Thank you again so much for coming on today. Sure. So before the break, we were talking about your experiences at the Graber Olive House, but you have gone to so many amazing locations. Um, Tell the audience some of the other places you've investigated and what your favorite thing that you captured in each was. Um, Well, so like the entire so all right so we're Graber Olive House it's, it's actually an Ontario address but it's you know but Upland is also butts up right against up against there so um, downtown Upland is 
I mean, incredibly haunted. Um, we, Scott and I ended up doing, uh, for three years, we did ghost tours on those streets because of all the stuff we captured down there. And uh, some of the buildings, I mean, the buildings, of course, are all there because they're over 100 years old, uh, a lot of them, but different businesses. But super, super active. So, like, um, the Grove Theater, which is in downtown Upland, which is owned by uh, Bob, Bob Kinison, or I'm sorry, Bob, Bill Kinison, who is the brother of Sam Kinison. Anybody old enough to remember who Sam Kinison was? Um, Gian should know who he is. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he was a comedian in the 80s, um, and he was tragically killed in a car accident. Um, but anyway, they yeah. were very close. And uh, so, um, in fact, in fact, uh, the, the presentations, the public presentations we put on uh, there in Upland, um, one was at the uh, at the Grove at the Grove Theater, and there was and 500 people came, so everybody was there. They were library presentations, so we didn't get paid a dime, but that's okay. So anyway, um, but yeah, so that that place, not only did I, I mean, I did capture Sam, not a lot, but mm-hmm. I did because he he was more interested in speaking to his brother Bill, which was great. Uh, you know, so because um, we had built it with this one, you know, and we did a flashlight deal, which I never believed in in the beginning. I'm like, that's, there's no way. Uh, anyway, but flashlight session, and but it, you know, anyway, so we won't, we don't have to get into that. But um, but yeah, he communicated in in that way with his brother, and it was pretty intense. But um, that that place um, across the street from there. Uh, there's something it, it used to be called Gentabella. Oh, but again, there were several businesses over the years, and this is what I'm saying because you know spirits anchor themselves, right? A lot of times to buildings um, for whatever reason, or you know, um, there there was so much stuff that that we pulled out of there. I pulled an incredible amount of audio out of there, just crystal clear stuff, crazy things. There's a spirit in there. His name is Arthur Booth. I don't think he's ever going to leave. And Scott caught mm-hmm. pictures of him, caught photos of him, and um, uh, just um, incredible stuff. I mean, the, the whole that whole street. Uh, I guess, uh, let's see, what year was it? Uh, 1913, I believe it was. One side of that street um, went up in flames. Um, I don't know that if anybody died, but you know, but because see, back then, people they owned their businesses there, and then the the upstairs was their. Um, their their living quarters a lot of times and so um, but anyway one one whole side just burnt down now now the seed and fuel is another one and but the, the ones that were made of the brick the brick withstood the fire and they rebuilt and things like that but I can tell you that um, the craziest the absolutely most and again it's in the book and then the the audio is in there for people to scan and listen um, super negative spirit was in in this place and. Um, mm-hmm. And so Scott got him on film, and um, but anyway, but but what happened is that you know we we did a lot of stuff. Well, let me tell you the thing that happened to me first. So I'm st- I'm 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 down there. I'm doing my audio. Scott's not with me. Well, so there's big storefront windows right that open out to the street, so you can watch a person walk back and forth right on a sidewalk. And then there's bars a little bit further down. So I'm just recording. Well, I knew that Scott had caught this this crazy looking this big spirit guy and he showed it to me which he doesn't normally do but he's like oh my god look at this so i'm walking around saying i'm looking for i'm looking for the shadow guy this is what i'm saying and then five seconds later 
I don't think it was him. Now I think it was something different. But, like, he was on a skateboard, right? He just blows right past me. Now, if I was wearing a GoPro, right, that would have been great. But I wasn't prepared. Um, but mm-hmm. I, he actually just, just, just right past me. That was crazy. But, anyway, the other thing, we were packing up. We were getting ready to go. And uh, the phone starts ringing. Well, the guy that let us in, young dude, he was there with us because he had to stay with us because it was on the DL. Nobody knew that we were, we were in there. So, or the owner didn't know. But don't tell anybody. Yeah, no, it's a long time ago. So anyway, so mm-hmm. um, so he's uh, the the phone rings, and he picks it up. He says hello. Nobody's there. Okay, he hangs up. Rings again. Hello, hello. Nobody's there. And you know, like the third time, and I'm like, dude, somebody's just messing with you outside their car, and they're calling in here because it was ten o'clock at night. You know, I'm like, I don't know what. Anyway, so then, um, the next time it rang, so you know, okay, so the phones. The, the the call was coming from inside the store, okay? So you could see the light light up on um, uh, from where he was picking the phone up to where it was coming from. And we're like – and I'm like, wait a second. This is impossible. What are you, well, how is it coming from inside the store, right? And so I turn my recorder on, and I start recording, and the wildest stuff – I mean, again, the audio is in the book. And so just he, over, the, over the intercom, you hear this. He goes – like that, and then there's a heartbeat, and then it's crazy. So the guy that answered the phone, he's tripped out, he's scared, and um, mm-hmm. and it was insane. And so Scott had to walk him out. He had to walk him out with his bike. It was just, <laughs> but but the thing is, is that that whole whatever that spirit was inside that store, he called he called from inside the building. How how insane is that? So just super 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 crazy stuff down there. Absolutely. I mean, it's weird when stuff like that happens. I know after my grandfather died when I was little, I think my mom a couple times had uh, calls from my grandma's house to our house, and then she'd call my grandma and be like, did you call? And she was like, no, I haven't even touched the phone. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's just like strange stuff like that happens, you know, when it involves the paranormal. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's just all the time. I mean, and again, like I said, and, you know, and, and again, a situation like yours, um, yeah, if it's if it's a if it's a family member, that's that's pretty common. Um, but but yeah, I mean it doesn't happen to everybody though. I mean like you say, you have to you have to be able to be in tune. If you're not in tune, I mean people miss stuff all the time. They don't even know what they're missing sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, that's that's it's it's just it's just it was just unstoppable. I I just and it didn't it didn't matter where I went. It, it didn't make a difference. I just I would always get this crazy stuff. And, um, and, and ghosts will say the craziest thing. They, they just do. Um, you know, like they're just standing right there. And, 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 and when, uh, when Ivy, when uh, Storage Wars um, filmed there with us, it was pretty funny because, you know, Ivy, he was asking, he's like, oh, so whatever, whatever. And when I told him, you know, about spirits, he was saying, you know, are they nice? Yeah, they're nice. And anyway, and I said, even sexual. Wait, what? Yes. Yes, Ivy. Spirits. I don't know how. Why? Why are they talking about sex when they're, you know, they don't have a body anymore? <laughs> so, but you know, the, your mind is the same, right? So if the if the conscious mind mm-hmm. continues on and you're it's cruising around, it doesn't have a body, but it's still, they still, they still talk about getting down. I don't know. <laughs> so, I, 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 yeah, it's been kind of crazy, crazy stuff. 
always. Yeah, definitely. Those are some crazy experiences to have. And of all the locations you've investigated, is there a location that you feel like you would love to have a follow-up investigation at? You know what? At this point in time, now I'm not even living down there right now. I've been, I've been up um, in Central California for, or Northern California, I should say, for a while, but a few years. But um, the the library, the the Upland City Library that um, that we investigated, which is the reason why we ended up doing presentations, because that is where Scott caught um, what what. In the beginning, I called being the time machine, but at this point in time, I believe it, it was a dimensional, you know, a, an interdimensional unit of some sort. Um, mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we got to go in there again, but the thing is, is that, and Andy Coppick, who I know you know him, you know, he, he, mm-hmm. uh, he, he um, is the person, he, he actually analyzed the photo for us because when I got that photo, I mean, I, I talked to Barry Taft. There's, a lo- there's too much to talk about with that. But what it is is it's something that's really crazy and something that happened, and Scott caught it on film. But, you know, in the beginning, I just, we had no idea. I was looking for help and wanted to know, well, can you help me with this? You know, somebody that has more, you know, knowledge or the possibilities of what this could be. Um, and so, because um, it was there and then it wasn't. You know, it's like, but, but you know, it, it, it's, it, it's nine feet tall. It's six feet wide. It casts its own shadow on the wall. There's something there, and it, it, it's not from our dimension, but it's there. It's there in the photo, and it's not fake. Andy, Andy took it apart pixel by pixel, you know, and said, yeah, well, this is really a real photo, and this is he – said, he said that there was strange pixelation in the photo, right? And he says, I don't know what the hell it is, mm-hmm. but it's something pretty crazy. So um, – you know, um, there's a lot to that, but I would like to go back in there again, like with some different equipment, and try to measure different things because it's it's I believe it's got everything to do with interdimensional travel and and how you how that comes about. It, it, it has to be. But I did. I tried asking for help through through people that were nobody ever answered. I never got answers from anybody. And then and then Barry Taft he answered me. That's another story. He he was gonna. He was going to help me. He goes, I'm not helping you with the photo. The photo is like, is like taboo. Um, but what did happen mm-hmm. is I sent him pictures. I sent Barry Taft pictures. And then I, he was going to meet me in Los Angeles. We were going to talk. He says, I'm not helping you with the photo. Well, he calls me the next day. On, and he goes, he's in a panic. And he says, somebody came into my house and stole my hard drive. And he was freaking out. And he says, oh the cops are here, so I can't, I, can't, I can't meet you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, well, the pictures were on the hard drive. So see, that's where it started. It got weirder and weirder and weirder. And there's, there's, there's so much more to that, that. But what I believe now is that that library is just a stopping point, right? But I have to believe mm-hmm. that to wherever they're coming and going and whoever they are. Oh, my God. That's a whole other, that's a whole other book. That's a whole other book, Sophia. <laughs> it could be. Absolutely. But, yeah, and that's what I'm, I'm working on. It's, that's kind of what I'm working on because I've learned a lot more now because I'm thinking everything is ghosts. But you know what? I've come to know now that it's not. I go back and I listen to other audio that I have that I don't even have on my SoundCloud right now, and it pertains to something outside of, the, outside of ghosts. And it's the things they say. Mm-hmm. But I've never, I've never posted it up. I've never – I kind of like put it aside. But, you know – you know, when you have, when you have, I pick up, when I get audio, like we've jumped here, uh, you know, stuff like, um, 
what was it? Oh, uh, where are we? Oh no, there is one in the book, and it's it's, a, it's one 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 part of it's like where are we? And somebody else they respond, they say space station. What do you mean space station? But there's things like you know I'm talking to the humans over here. Just so it's a whole it's a whole other rabbit hole, right? To go down, go through one things and time travel and or dimensional travel is a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah it kind of sounds like that a uh, game Starfield on Xbox where your your character is like trying to solve the mysteries of the multiverse and you you meet like okay. these uh, multiversal beings. Okay, so maybe I don't do those games, so maybe that's something I should play, right? <laughs> maybe that will be helpful. Yeah. I don't know. But either way, yeah, it's it's just it's never-ending. You know, I mean, we're, you know, Darklands is, is retired, which is why, you know, I, this is when the, why the book's out now. You know, Scott, he bugged me for years. When are you going to write the book? And, well, well, okay, you know, it's not time yet. He said, I'll write it when we're done. So I finally got around to doing it. But, yeah. It's been it's been it was a hell of a ride and we 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 we've done so much Scott and I have done so much and captured so much evidence over the years and had such a good time with it you know and crazy things that we've experienced that that everybody doesn't get a chance to you know as hard as people try you know yeah it was a good run yeah absolutely well I mean it's great that you had that connection to um, someone to investigate with in the field. Um, it's so important to just, like you said earlier, share that trust so you know when someone experiences something that it is something that happened or at least something mm-hmm. that you could work through together and try and debunk. Um, I mean, it's incredible all the research you've done um, through Darklands Paranormal when it was active. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I mean, you've written so many books. Um, currently, you're possibly working on another um, yeah, I know we're coming towards the end of the show, though. If you want yeah. to tell the audience a little bit about each of your other books and where they can find them. Okay, well, um, so Paranormal Noise was the first one that I wrote in 2009, um, and that was pre-Darklands. Um, you know, so there's so that whole book, and it's not a real long book. That one's only, I don't know, I think 120 pages, something like that. But it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's, it's, it's the beginning. It's, it's everything from... You know, that's when I was in Bed Bath & Beyond. That's when I started, you know, didn't even know what it was going to turn into. So a lot of, you know, all of that comes from all that audio and some key spirits that I met back then, um, you know, moving forward until um, 2010, so six, seven, so four years. And then I, you know, when I, you know, when I left there, went to Home Depot, met Scott. um, And so, yeah. Uh, so then, and then um, the second book, Tattered Edges, is actually um, an autobiography of mine. So it basically is more, it's my life story. That's a whole other ball of wax. Um, there's mm-hmm. kind of stuff in there, but that's not the focus of it. And I, I wrote that because that's something that I felt I needed to write for a long time, so I did. So that that's completely different. And then this one here, um, I'm hoping is the crown jewel because because of the technology that's inside of it. And, and, and it's, uh, it was, it was so much, it was such a huge part of my life, you know, me and Scott and the things that we were able to do and, um, together and, um, how great it all was that, and again, I, I wanted to put this out there for other people to be able to experience it as well. Um, the audio, I I cannot, I cannot stress that enough that you, you can read a book and it's great. 
and our imagination takes us, you know, kind of into the book if it's, you know, descriptive enough, right? But but to be able mm-hmm. to experience the actual hearing them actually speak, uh, you know, that's kind of that's why that's why I did it. I like I have to put this together, um, and I feel that if enough people get it out there, if I can get it out to enough people, um, then it'll just hopefully snowball, and um, a lot of people will be able to hear all this stuff. And um, and, and Pam, that's, that's Pam helped you incorporate all the codes within it too, as well. Well, so Pam, if it wasn't for my wife, thank God, she she's the one that helped me put put it all together. Yes, she did. She did. Um, she's the one that um, put put everything together um, because I wouldn't know how the hell to do it. I, I, I was like, I was I watch her, and I'm like, okay, I'm glad you're doing this because I would be lost. Um, the book needed tweaking, though. A friend of mine. Uh, his name is Ed. He um, he's the one that actually moved them around and, and made them flow better. And then he's actually the one that actually did the cover and the you know the front and the back. Uh, you know, I just sent him the materials and he oh the illustration he put the cover yeah yeah yeah. So it was pretty cool because the, uh, the illustration the back his, it was his idea that the the marbles look effect that those those it actually represents the library, but nobody would know that because our, the the library. In Upland, where the time machine, where it all be, where all that stuff began, um, mm-hmm. that's 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 actually a picture of that of a part of it, and he just you know incorporated our logo into it and stuff like that. But he did a really good job, and I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, it, it was a really really big undertaking, but a hundred percent worth it. And I just really want uh, people to you know be able to experience it, experience like like really EVPs, some good stuff, you know be able to hear that stuff and what, what, how crazy it is, you know, so, and, you know, it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, like I said, it's incredible that you were able to incorporate, you know, that type of interaction in the book for the audience to be able to really go along with you in the paranormal journey instead of just describing it, which can be hard with the paranormal. Um, we are coming towards the end of the show, though. So, Marco, I want you to be able to mention anything you would like. Do you have any upcoming interviews, events, any other books you're writing, or anything else that you would like the audience to know? Um, yeah, no. I mean, outside of um, when you got the website down, um, that's got all the books on there. Um, they are all available on, on Amazon. And um, I don't have anything upcoming, I, but I am I am working on a new book, yes, and it, it's it's a different kind of undertaking because it, because the first all the my other books are completely nonfiction. They're all real. Everything is real in them. This one is going to be a little bit of both. It's going to be uh, fiction, um, you know, based on some real events, and that's mainly because I plan on putting that uh, you know put um, audio in that book as well. But this is all crazy stuff from people from other. Whether they're from other planets or they're from other dimensions, I don't know what it is. But, but anyway, that stuff's going to be not as many, because I mean, in the, this book there's like 90. I think a, a few of them are videos in this one, short videos. But, you know, but yeah, and that's gonna it's gonna be a while before I can get that down. <laughs> but that but yeah, I am working on it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Well, again, Marco, congratulations on your latest book release. I can't wait. Um, for your next book, I mean, it sounds amazing, just the type of stuff you're delving into. Um, you know you're always welcome back on the show in the future, but I want to thank you so much again for coming on today. It's been great talking uh, to you. Yeah, thanks thanks for having me, and uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Take care. Uh, thanks so much, Marco. Thanks, Marco. Bye.
Absolutely, John. Wow, and it is. It's a it's a fantastic book. Sophia, fantastic show today. And also, too, we were uh, Marco and I were corresponding about having Marco and Scott on sometime in the future. Absolutely. Marco was such a great guest. I want to thank you all for listening. The show definitely not be possible without all of you. And we'll talk to you guys again next week. Bye. It is. It's truly an interactive experience, this book. And uh, the book, Darklands Paranormal and uh, The Chronicles, it's titled, available at marcosantucci.biz, and as mentioned, too, as well, all of Marco's titles are available through Amazon.com. Uh, even Amazon has a little sample there. I don't know if it gets into the QR codes, but it's really something to be able to read all the descriptions, play the EVP back. As Marco mentioned, there's some video clips there, too, as well, over 12 years of uh, investigating locations. And it, it's really something revolutionary-wise I've been looking forward to in a book like this where you can interplay with the book and the QR codes to play the audio. Fantastic titles. Upcoming, we have next weekend, the 9th, Sam Baltrusis will be on the program. Discovery Channel is a haunting featured psychic remote viewer, who we mentioned, too, as well as psychic ears must be burning. Harvey Althouse returns to the program that we knew from the Graber Olive House. He'll be on the 16th, two weeks from today, Women on the Fringe authors Denise Agnew, Marie D. Jones, and Nicole Strickland will be on the program on the 23rd. Paranormal investigator and VP of Friends of the White Hill Mansion, Kyle Magnus, will be on the program on April 6th. We have other guests securing their dates, too, as well, so you don't want to miss any of these upcoming broadcasts. So like the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com Facebook fan page to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time, and we'll see you next week. Hi, this is Debbie and Sion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to The Ghost Host with your host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun.